Well, hello again. It's been a long time. It's behind the curtain. Had a little summer, a uh, little break, but try to get back into it. And today I have a special guest, a Father Andres, who is a parish priest in Peru. Right, Brother Father Andres? That's right. That's right. The uh, and where again in Peru? So I'm, I'm in Cusco, Peru. Cusco. It's uh, the third largest city in, uh, in all of Peru. It's one of the most touristy places um, in South America because that right? that's where everybody goes to go see Machu Picchu. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, I have a parish. It's called Saint Martin de Porres, and um, Peru is at eleven thousand feet up in the Andes Mountains. So it's a very elevated parish, but the the weather is um, bearable, and uh, yeah, the city's nice. Wow. So you can feel the difference in the oxygen level, oh, breathing. Is that absolutely? <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You can you can certainly feel. I mean, if you have good lungs, you'll, you'll, you'll be okay. But most people that come to Peru need to take like a day or two to, to uh, acclimate. Acclimate? To, yep, yep. Wow. Hmm. So any good runners there in Peru with their oxygen? You know? Well, the, the, um, the people there have gotten really sure. accustomed to it. Sure. And it's normal they, for them. It's normal for them. And they do... Uh, they go up the mountains, down the mountains. They sure. they uh, carry loads. They it's 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 really amazing. And you work with the uh, indigenous people. Is yeah, that, is that the proper, proper right? Term? It is. It is indigenous. I, indigenous. I, indigenous. I, I, there are so my parish is unique because it has a urban setting. Mm -hmm. So it's within the city of okay. Cusco, and it also has a rural setting. So I have 10 little mountain village communities wow. uh, scattered throughout mm -hmm. the, the topography, the geography. And there are like 20, 50, 70 families at most. And they're mm -hmm. very little tiny villages and they're very poor. Yeah. Very, very poor. Mm. Um, so they're, they're uh, like dirt poor. They're sleeping on the dirt. Sure. They, have, um, they have very little hygiene. Um, they, but they're, they're happy, they're very simple, they're humble, um, mm -hmm. they're very receptive, they're very welcoming, um, they're very generous in mm -hmm. what they share and what they do. Um, and it, it's just a really nice mm. um, place to be because interacting with these faithful, with these people, um, you, you can see just the simplicity of how things must have been many years ago mm -hmm. like in, in, in society in general as a whole and what would be their name so some of these that? yeah some of these communities have it took me months to to know their names um, so I have for example Ancaschaca Checopuca Coyorpugio mm -hmm. um, so these are can I use the word Indian? Is that incorrect? There, there, is that right to say me? I don't. There, they, yeah, and they have a mixture of Spanish. Is that what it is? So basically, they still no. Do they speak Spanish? Yeah, they do. They, they do. do. Okay. They do. And they're they're normal population. I mean. Oh, okay. Um, they're just Quechua. 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 Are they in Guatemala also? No, no, no. Kachi. No. I knew some. I was in Guatemala and had a. Indigenous, okay. and I remember that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. So they. I'm sure they're they're ancestors or whatnot were very, very indigenous but this is this is now just a normal Peruvian mm. um, Cusco population I see um, and the, do the ladies wear the black derbies uh, they wear they or wear very they wear very interesting top hats top hats yeah right yeah, yeah I love it uh, and and 
they're very folkloric. Mm -hmm. uh, they're very, um, they're, they, they, uh, very, how do you say, um, a popular devotion. Mm -hmm. So anything that has to do with processions or novenas or um, festivals for the saints uh, or their patron saint, they're, they really dress up and they have dances yes. and they have, they have processions and, and it's, it's neat. It's neat. Um, yeah. I've, I've been part of that folklore. Um, the only thing is from the point of view of faith, you, you need to kind of just um, make a few nuances so that to purify that faith from mm. elements that are maybe syncretistic yes. or uh, yes. just ancestral yeah. from their own ancestral religions. Mm -hmm. wow. and, and so you, you need to make them aware that right. some of those things are more superstition than faith. I hear, I hear you. Oh, good. As I said, I spent the summer in 80, 1984. Anyway, I was, I was with the Salesians of Don Bosco. Oh, sure, and, sure. And they worked there, and I was sent to the seminary to teach English. Oh, neat. So that's what I was doing to teach them. You know, neat, neat. About the English. In fact, sure. that's when uh, Michael Jackson's album Thriller was out. <laughs> okay? And they all want to know the words to the songs. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just seminarians. Those were lay people in the class as well. Right, right. So my class was almost, I had the words and I had to teach them how to learn English. Was, that oh, was it, when it, it, it was popular. Oh, it was very, and, you know, they, want, they, want, they want to know the words. Like I was like, wow, you know the words. And they were all excited. And I did that. And at times we'd take these, you know, weekend visits into the uh, mm -hmm. mountains, whatever. Sure, sure. And they had this festival where they just walked down a, like a runway we're in the different, uh, yeah, uh, and that was a big festival, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's they they get dressed up. Um, there's a couple of times during the year yeah. that there there are some sanctuaries there, uh, shrines yeah, yeah. that are very popular. Mm -hmm. uh, one to our Lord, uh, two to our Lord. It's right. called one is Coyoriti, mm -hmm. and the other one is Wanka. Wow. And in Coyoriti, they they dress up, and it's dead during the middle of of uh, June, July, which is very cold. And they'll go walking, okay. dancing, yeah. uh, all the way up, and that's like twelve thousand, yeah. thirteen thousand feet uh -huh. um, up in the Andes Mountains. And for them not to freeze, they while they walk, they dance. Yeah, see that? And, yeah. and so <laughs> it's interesting. So it's it's very interesting. I remember, I when I first arrived there, the distribution house was like a courtyard area. It was mm -hmm. at night, so it was dark. Mm -hmm. We're walking in, I hear these people, oh, excuse me, saying something mumbling, oh, they, and that's where they slept. Oh, goodness. On the ground there. Goodness. Yeah, that's what they, they were allowed to sleep in the, sure. In the courtyard. Sure, sure, sure. And I, I didn't, until the next morning, I saw, oh. There were people I, there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there were people there. And then I remember it was, the Olympics was going on from Los Angeles. I remember it was on, we actually had on TV and sure. see all the beautiful glory. Sure. And out the window, I looked out the window, and there were them sitting yeah. selling peanuts yeah with a plastic over them because of the rain and the poverty what, what a, the contrast just struck me so much yeah and, and, and they're, just, they're such a simple humble yeah people. but that's and, that's know? my experience huh? i mean that's they're exactly they're, my experience just so simple humble I um, and they they're they're very generous because they they share what they have um they don't have they're very community oriented mm. and that has its pros and its cons of yeah, course yeah um but, but the contrast really strikes you between um, a first world country, because I, I grew up here in the States, yes. uh, and, and going to a country like Peru and to a city like Cusco, 
that even in the last 20 years has improved dramatically because of tourism. Um, but still, you have segments of the population that are, that are evidently um, markedly uh, mm. um, underprivileged. Yeah. Very, very destitute, very yeah. poor. Yeah, we, you know, that's why people in this country talk about being poor. They yeah. have to go, you don't know what. Right, right. You know, right. This is um, it's a whole, uh, it's, yeah, it's beyond belief sometimes. Um, interesting, as we, you know, you're a diocese priest in Peru, uh -huh. but you're not from Peru. No, I'm not. No, right? And uh, I'm from Colombia. Colombia. Originally, I was born in Bogota. Uh -huh. Bogota, Colombia. I left it when I was very young. We went to Spain for 6 years. Oh, Spain. Okay. For Spain. Um my dad got a job transfer and then uh then we came here to the States. How old were you when you came to the States? 8. 8 years old. Eight oh, years so old. basically your memories be strongly and you're an American citizen, am I right? I am. Yeah, I you're am. American citizen, so yeah. educated here. And, educated. And in, where in Florida? Uh, you came to Florida? I'm in the South, South Florida in a little town called Coral Springs. Is it little? Well, not anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> here, okay. <laughs> not anymore. Okay. Can't really call anything in South Florida little. <laughs> okay, yeah. So at home, did you speak English or Spanish in your home? Uh, Spanish. Spanish, right? Well, Spanish. You're lucky, very fortunate. Yeah, my parents were very adamant that we, we needed to... Uh, retain Beautiful. those those Spanish heritage, yes. the Spanish mm. heritage, um, the language, kind of the culture. Yes, and it's been an immense advantage. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, did you go to uh, public Catholic school when you were public school? All public grade school. school, high school, grade, grade school, high school. Imagine and that. Did you go to uh, CCD religious ed or? Of course, at you the, did that at the local parish. Okay, you and did that. Just continued those programs, but my family, my parents were. Uh, very conscious of the need um, to kind of transmit and teach and live the faith. Mm. And, and so, uh, thanks be to God, um, my, my family was a daily rosary family. Oh, wow. Um, Sunday, you wouldn't miss Mass for anything. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, sometimes it was a little maybe annoying as a, as a teenager or whatever, sure. but but then you you kind of saw the value in mm -hmm. it. You kind of saw how the family stuck together, um, how how the family, um, accessing um, or or making recourse to the values of faith and what it teaches us, um, it just grew together strong mm -hmm. wow. and um, and it was a great experience. Okay, so. Uh... Public school. Did you have your brothers and sisters? I do. I have uh, an older brother and a younger brother. Okay, so three boys. Yeah, three boys. There. I mean, we we, we all went to UF. Oh, university. you're a Gator, huh? We're, we're Gators. We all went to the University of. Florida. What year did you graduate from? Uh, you remember? Two thousand. Two thousand. Yep. Okay. I did. I did engineering. My yeah. older brother did engineering, and my younger brother did engineering, and then went to med school there. So so we're. My older brother and myself were by trade engineers, and my little brother is a physician in North Carolina now. Wow, impressive! So, so it's been it's very blessing. impressive blessings. So you were a gate, and you uh, so you you graduate, you engineer, and you worked as an engineer. I, I mean, worked as an engineer for a year in Arizona. Arizona uh, for Intel Corporation. Okay, and then that's when, just I guess, the Lord kind of knocked on the door and and shifted my direction. 
So how did you, um, right now we're in Okawa, Queen of Peace Church. Sure. What's, what's your connection to this church then? Uh, well, at UF, at UF. Uh, with, with um, my group of friends from, from church up there, um, we used to come down here because the, the parish was beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. Father O'Doherty was... Uh, he's unique. He's, he's the prophet. He's, he's, he, was, he was here back then. Yes. We're talking about over 20 years ago. Yeah, he's been here 30-some years. So yeah. He's been here for a while. And, and we just enjoyed very much um, the, the parish and the church and the sermons and the homilies and, uh -huh. and the mass. And um, Father was kind enough always to support our pro-life efforts. And oh. so at, at UF, we had started a pro-life uh, group, uh, Collegians for Life. And we would come down here to do fundraising car washes so that we could have funds to go to the March for Life in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. So, so, so yeah, Father O'Doherty, we go way, way back. Wow. Yeah, I see that. Way and back. And the church in UF, what, the, what is that church? It was, um, Anthony, so, the so the, there's two parishes very close to uh -huh. UF. The one is across the street. Yeah, which one's that again? I used to go uh, there. St. Augustine. St. Augustine, that's right. St. Augustine. Yes. Back in my day, mm -hmm. um, it was a very 70s, 80s type of vibe church. Yes. Um, and, well, for the, for, I, won't, I won't specify more. Okay. <laughs> it just had had a 70s, yeah. 80s well, kind of vibe. College, yeah, it's a little yeah. different. Yeah. Um, and then there was another one a little ways off that, that was Holy Faith. Holy Faith, yeah. I Holy know Faith that. Catholic Church. Church. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. I yeah. know. I've been there. Um, and I, went to, I went to UF. Oh, wow. There graduate you go. School. So I used to say, at lunchtime, I'll go to Mass because they had Mass at St. Augustine. Right, right, right. right. So no, I would go there. Yeah. We, would, um, we would go in the afternoon. And um, that's where I met m most of my friends and where we hung out. And yeah. um, so that was a blessing, too, because UF obviously is a very liberal, very, um, even back then, um, very party school and whatnot. So just getting to know good church going friends awesome. that shared the faith yeah. just kept us safe. Good. So good. I, I guess that's a that's a that's an important yeah. kind of um, takeaway uh -huh. um, for the youth, for college age, now that school's starting back up. Um, just choose your friends wisely. You know, they said your 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 friends will determine the direction of yeah, your life. That's right. You know, that's right. Your friends will determine the direction of your life. It's very true. Yeah, that's right. Who you surround yourself with, and that's you know they have the great influence. Because I tell people we work with the high school teens. You know, yeah. we're teach them a lot of stuff and make sure oh, it's, it's their friends <laughs> will determine where they go and yeah, how they feel. Yeah. So anyway, let's go back now. So now you got your degree, your engineer working in Arizona. Yep. And somehow that wasn't satisfying enough. I uh, yeah, I mean, was uh, restlessness or something. Or well, there there had been um, perhaps curiosity or or okay. um, perhaps that you know I never closed myself to to a pos the possibility of a vocation, um, and I had met a, a group of missionary priests that that uh, preached really well. They celebrated the liturgy really well, and they were doing great stuff in South America. Cusco was one of those places. Okay. So, so even back in college, I, I visited Cusco, and okay. I, I saw a, a little bit about what, what that was about. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, it leaves a mark. It, it leaves a little seed, a seed mm -hmm. was planted. And, 
and then you go through life and, and you, you have success and you have a job and, and you're getting a lot of money and you're having a lot of fun with friends and everything. But there's that and you're doing good, wholesome stuff at, right. at the parish. You, you have your masses on Sunday, you're a religious education teacher. Uh, you have your holy hour. I mean, uh, that's to say, uh, kind of you try to balance life out, but then mm-hmm. there's always that nagging, yeah. um, uh, I guess, voice that says, is this the best? Okay. Um, is, is where you are, um, uh, where you're going to be performing your best and doing your best. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I, I couldn't answer that because I was spending my energies and my capacities and my talents which which is very noble and it's very good to to, but just to make faster pentium chips Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and so it's like well maybe maybe there's more maybe i can do uh, um more for for people for families for Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of how the whole um journey began so you're in arizona Mm mm-hmm what seminary did you attend? So I what, went to Spain. She goes, what made you, you know, the seminaries in this country, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So how did you go from Arizona? How did well, this, this, this group of missionary priests had a house of formation oh, okay. in okay. Spain. And what's the name, what's, what is the name of this group? So the, the group is called Lumen Dei. Light, light, light of God. God. Lumen uh-huh. Dei. Um, and and they had a they had a good seminary in Spain, okay. and I finished I finished my studies in Rome. So okay. I, I spent se- seven years in Rome, and I did a, a license in moral theology. Oh wow! So, so you're ordained in Cusco in two thousand fifteen. Um, so very recent. So you're not part of that missionary group, though. though no, heavily no. influenced by them, but yet yes. you felt that was not your call to be right. Diocesan is what and I am now. Uh, but we're we're, uh, I'm still in touch, and we're we're still kind of uh, united with that group. Hmm. So so wow. Uh, so yeah, it's been an interesting journey. Oh, praise be to God. So you speak Italian as well. Huh? I do. I do. Spanish, Italian, Spanish. English. Anything else? I'm... No, no, that's it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Can you read any Latin? I can read Latin. Um, interpreting it and translating it is another matter, but okay. I can read it. Okay. How about Greek? Uh, no, no, no. I study Greek, but, but no, no. I can read words, but that's pretty okay. much it. Okay. I just wanted you wanted to use a no, poly, no. polyglot, whatever the name is. <laughs> wow. So you're, and you're happy there in Peru? And, yeah, yeah. And that's your home. You never thought maybe I'd be a priest in the stateside? Or... Uh, that's up to God. Up to God. But you're happy. And you I'm, fit. I'm satisfied. Um, the work that's being done is, is good. I get the chance to come to the States every so often to do mission appeals um, in, in parishes, in churches, mm-hmm. here and there. And, and that really helps out because of the poverty. Yeah. Um, like my weekend collections for all masses is like a hundred dollars. Mm. So so these opportunities to ask for help um, really allow me to develop projects that that change the dynamic of the parish of the villages and whatnot. So uh-huh. so it's great. Now, are you the only priest in your what 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 is the name of your parish? Saint Martin de Porres. Martin de Porres, right? Are you the only priest? You no, have I have a, a a parochial vicar. So you're the pastor. I'm the pastor. Young pastor. Yeah. Been a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's been it's been quite the journey. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But we we've done 
thanks be to God and Our Lady, we've done good, good work at the, at the parish. Mm. How many uh, parishioners would there roughly be? So the jurisdiction yeah. um, has about thirty to 40,000 faithful. Uh, the jurisdiction. Right. Um, and, and we always kind of try to work um, because the ones that live in, in the rural setting, mm. um, like in the mountain villages, they, they won't come to Mass because they can't. They don't have transportation. Mm. Right, right. Um, and, and so, uh, but we don't have like a parish registration or data right. bank or right, whatever right, right, yeah. of, of families. Uh, but we get a pretty good attendance uh, on a daily basis and on Sunday and on weekend masses. How many masses do you have on a weekend? Uh, right now it's three because of COVID. COVID, okay. In uh, normal times you would have? Uh, the, the normal times, um, Saturday at 6, okay. Sunday at 10, and Sunday at 6 p.m. Oh, okay. So Not too bad. No, it's... Um, and then you go out to the different... And then I go to the different... And you're traveling. Exactly. How's driving? Is it tough there, or uh, it's pretty tough? But it's um, you know, uh, once you get out of the city and into into the mountains, it's um, it's a pleasure because you're on your four by four truck. Okay. Going up these beautiful mountains and uh, visiting uh, beautiful people. Yeah, that was yeah. We used to have a sister parish, my other parish in Honduras, and oh, sure. they had to go from place. I said, sure, I can do this because. I don't have to change a flat tire. I'd be stuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the, the, some of those roads, like, oh, my God. No, they're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> and, it's, you know, you got to yeah. be, it's, phew, it's they're, interesting. They're terrible, yeah. Wow. So God bless you. So you uh, gave up a sort of a comfortable life. Yeah. And then even yeah. a comfortable life, you know, let's face it, parish priest in the United States, you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's, I, it's uh, a comfortable. I, I've, I, yeah, I've and, witnessed you know, it. And, um, and yet you go there to be a missionary. Yeah. Well, that's that's all. Thanks, thanks be to God. That's beautiful. Well, keep up the good work, and uh, it's good to see a young young priest. Thanks, huh? thanks, young pastor. Thanks a lot. That's, I appreciate it. God bless you there at Saint Martin of the Porters. All right, and uh, yes. your your listeners, if they would pray for me, that'd be great. They will do that. All right, my friends. So thank you so much, and tune in again for next time for Behind the Curtain. Bless you all.